As firefighters and first responders, we tend to dive all in when it comes to our careers. But we kind of have to, though, right? Commitment to the job is what makes us great at it. By making sure that we're in physical, mental, and emotional shape to perform our duties brings a kind of satisfaction like no other. However, when we neglect even one of those elements, we run the risk of it all falling apart. In today's episode, I'll talk about why it's so important to take care of ourselves. I'll encourage you to find something outside of work and completely unrelated to the job that you can foster. And I'll provide you with some strategies you can implement to make sure that you take care of yourself in order to fulfill your oath to take care of others. We feel like it's up to us to hold the line as we light this spark within ourselves. It comes from way deep down inside. One of my all-time favorite TV shows is Parks and Recreation. So many quality characters and so many funny situations point out how ridiculous local government can be and how ultimately we're all just trying to do our best. If you haven't seen it, I encourage you to check it out. I think it's on, what, Peacock is like the new NBC subscribe show network or whatnot. Um, especially if you're a fan of The Office or Brooklyn Nine-Nine because... A lot of the same writers and creators worked on all of those shows together. Anyway, there's an episode in season four, episode four, called Pawnee Rangers, where the idea of treat yourself day is introduced. It's a day dedicated to pure indulgence on the things that you've denied yourself, from fancy desserts to spa treatments to buying a full movie quality Batman suit. The idea behind this is to live life in the moment and enjoy those things that you'd normally deny yourself through the entirety of the year. I really like this idea because it helps us loosen our belts and take off our armor in order to pamper ourselves a bit, and that's really important to do from time to time. The characters in Parks and Rec understand that it's a one-day-a-year thing where you go all out and you just have a blast. One day, not a week, not a month, it's not some new standard of indulgence, but it's about giving yourself permission to just take a day and do things that you want to do to just purely enjoy the experience of being alive. Oftentimes, as public servants, we get lost in the servant aspect of it and call ourselves selfish for doing things like this for ourselves. We typically don't treat ourselves to massages or pedicures or even going out to a movie by ourselves because we harbor some skewed sense of guilt. Well, I'm here to let you know that treating yourself isn't something you should feel guilty about at all. Granted, we don't want to live in a way that treating ourselves every day becomes a new standard because that would be us becoming selfish and lost in our indulgences. However, it's important to take time just for us and treat ourselves to things that make us feel good and taken care of. 
We need to be our own advocate in things like this and understand that if we don't take care of ourselves, we'll become a burden to those around us and ultimately a liability. And if you're someone who is already taking steps to do things like this for yourself, then good for you. You're already way ahead of the game. You've come to a place where you understand this concept of self-care, so keep doing what you're doing. But for the rest of us who may need a little push in this area, think about what you do when you get to work. The first thing you do is you get your gear on the truck and you start checking off your gear, right? You start checking off your engine, all the equipment on it. We check all the little tools and trinkets that we use in order to perform our jobs. We make sure that all the machines and apparatus are in working order, our cardiac monitors, our air packs, the truck itself. We make sure that it's all working in an optimal manner because we don't need it pooping out on us in the middle of a 911, right? And if there's something we inspect that isn't up to par, we fix it right then and there. Or we tag it and we send it to the shop to get some maintenance done. We don't like having to send our tools or our trucks in for maintenance. We'd rather take care of things ourselves and make sure that we're not stuck with some older, run-down, backup version of our frontline trucks and tools. And you guys know what I'm talking about. Well, the same goes for us. We need to be performing regular maintenance on ourselves so that we're operating at our peak levels because the people we serve and the people we serve with deserve it. Firefighters are typically better about maintaining our physical health rather than we are of our mental health. The statistics in this don't lie. However, the gap is becoming more narrow because, as we all know, the body follows the mind and vice versa, positive or negative, right? For example, if your mental health isn't doing so hot, then your body will soon manifest physical signs of that. And if your body is run down with preventable chronic illnesses, then your mind will soon give up and accept the situation rather than seek something better. People tend to think that self-care is linked only to hygiene. And yeah, that's important, you know, to, to bathe, brush your teeth and wear deodorant, things like that. Self-care is less about appearance and more about mental health. As firefighters, we should be taking note of our stress levels and taking action to reduce our stress. And I know we like to act like things don't affect us, but that's just not true. While the different things we see and experience may affect us on different levels, they still affect us. We spend our career trying to take care of others. We should be willing to openly admit and take action towards taking care of ourselves. There's nothing selfish about that. Now, I get that I've kind of beat a dead horse here, so let's start talking about some of the things we can do and the things we can implement. <clears throat> Excuse me the things that we can implement into our lives that can help us mitigate the cumulative stress that we acquire. The goal here is to diffuse it so it doesn't build up and develop into something more serious. So let's talk about some tactics and strategy. Here are some ways that we can treat ourselves so that we don't become slaves to our jobs and to our stressors. First thing we can do, um, we can unplug. Now, this is something we can do at any time of day or night. And to be quite honest, I think it's the most needed way to treat yourself in the fire service today. I can't tell you how many times I walk into the dining room at a firehouse and I see everyone on their phones. They're all sitting around the table where all the, quote, most important conversations happen, right? But everybody's absorbed in their phones. It's actually pretty sad. 
Put the phone down. Ask a weird question. Get to know your crew. The duration of this practice isn't as important as the action itself. In our downtime, whether at the firehouse or our own houses, we should take that time for ourselves and turn off any unnecessary communication devices. Be in the moment. Talk to your people. Talk to your people at the firehouse. Talk to your people in your own house. We live and die by the tones of dispatch, right? So why not take back our downtime to live in those moments instead? Something else you can do is writing. You don't have to turn into Shakespeare here. This is not what I'm getting at. This doesn't have to be some grand masterpiece that'll change the world, although it might be. The goal here is to take a moment to yourself in order to change your world. When we physically write down the things that are in our heads, we literally manifest them into really existing. We can even take that paper that we've written that thing down on, we can crumple it up, we can set it on fire and throw it in a fire pit. It sounds dramatic, but it's actually incredibly cathartic. So many people in high-stress environments utilize journaling or, or just simply writing something down, or even poetry, as a way to help clear their mind and realign their emotions, paving the way for clarity and positivity in optimistically looking forward at what's to come. One of the ways that I personally do this is by journaling daily. I write in the planner. I make my hot list of things that absolutely must get done that day. Then at the end of the day, I revisit that planner and write a short haiku on the events or feelings of the day. And for those of you that may not be familiar with what a haiku is, it's a Japanese form of short poetry consisting of three lines in a 575 pattern. Like this. Haikus are easy, but sometimes they don't make sense. Refrigerator. <laughs> and they can be silly and simple like that, or deep and ethereal. Make it what you want. That's the whole point of it. Something else you might have heard uh, is escaping, or like the sense of escapism, right? There's a lot to be said for escapism. Reading, watching TV, playing video games, or even watching fail videos on YouTube, whatever it is. It's nice to escape from reality and relax for a little while. For me, I watch movies, I read books, I listen to music, I listen to podcasts. Basically, when I submit myself to the creativity of others, it helps me to escape what may be tying up my mind. It allows that proverbial ball of string to loosen up and unwind. Something else we can do. I mentioned the Batman or the movie quality Batman suit, right? Something else we can do is splurge on ourselves. And this is how Tom Haverford and Donna Meagle in Parks and Rec really define treating themselves. They splurge and it's hilarious. They splurge on things I didn't even know existed. So it, it's pretty crazy. But it's actually very meaningful at the same time. Here's where you don't need to go putting yourself into debt, though. But what you should do is fully embrace the idea that you should treat yourself to a small something. It doesn't have to be expensive. It can be a milkshake, a new watch, a new t-shirt, maybe a new pair of shoes, anything that makes you happy that maybe you've been denying yourself, maybe you've been holding out on, or maybe it's been popping up in your feed, right? Like a brand new watch. And you're like, Ooh, that watch is really nice. Well, guess what? Pull the trigger on it. Now's the time. Lastly, but not leastly, laughing. Laughter is the best medicine, although some would argue that it's morphine. <laughs>
Think about all the jokes and the funny movies that get shared in the firehouse. We love to laugh, right, as a culture. And honestly, with all the gross and devastating things that we see, it's important for us to not laugh at those things, but to keep our sense of humor. Yes, it's a good coping mechanism. However, it shouldn't be used exclusively for that. If we tie that bind, we'll associate our laughs with only dark things. And I know a lot of us have dark humor, which again, like I said, is a coping mechanism. But that's also a slow road to a dark place. Instead, find joy in in places. Seek new ways to laugh. A great way to do this is to go to a comedy club, especially if there's a lineup of comics that you've never heard of. Expose yourself to some diversity in that. Perspective is at the heart of good humor. That's what I've learned anyway. Just like the routine maintenance we perform on our tools and our trucks, learning how to control stress before it becomes a catalyst for our own downfall is critical to our overall health. These conscious and preventative measures are critical, just like checking the tire pressure and oil levels on the fire engine. By doing this, we avoid and prevent potentially bigger problems. I'm not saying this is a fix for everything. This isn't all or nothing. Stress and anxiety aren't necessarily preventable all the time. But when we learn how to properly manage stress, we can focus on the things that truly matter and bring us joy. As firefighters and EMS providers, we understand that the job takes a physical and mental toll on us. We get that. We see a lot of things that not everyone sees. And yet, people expect us to operate in a, quote, normal fashion when it comes to being at home or interacting with others in general. We all know that cardiac arrest is the leading cause of line of duty deaths for firefighters, and suicide among firefighters is sadly increasing. As we become more consciously aware of the stressors in our lives, we can take active steps to mitigate them and help keep these numbers in check and even shrink them. We constantly see that there's an emphasis on physical health over mental health in the fire service, which is what allows some of our stressors to slip by unchecked. Don't let those fires burn out of control. Fire can be a destructive force or a tool. Maybe start using it as a tool. Maybe start using the the fire of that stress as a tool. Maybe incorporate the practice of using the gym as your form of mental health therapy to where you can physically work out the mental stressors that have compiled over the last shift or two. The goal of this episode is to help you bring some light into your life and to help provide you with some tools and methods you can use to civilize your mind and make savage your body. So get out there and treat yourself. What are some ways that you treat yourself? Help us become inspired. Share it within the group. Do you have something to add to the conversation? If so, please join the Facebook group by going to www.facebook.com slash groups slash Ignited Firefighter Podcast Community. You'll find people from all over the world here who can relate to what you're doing, maybe answer some questions, maybe bounce some ideas off. Take respite in each other. Share what's going on with yourself. And speaking of sharing, I would love it if you would find one episode that I have, just, just one, and share it with someone you think could benefit from it. It's through that sharing that the podcast grows, that you grow, 
and that other people grow. So let's help each other. Let's help each other grow, right? <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at ignitedff. So feel free to engage with me anywhere. I'm mostly active on Instagram and Facebook, but feel free to shoot me an email. Feel free to visit the website, www.ignitedff.com. If you're looking for some good books to read, I've got a reading list there. Uh, I've also got a list of all the services that I provide. So visit me anywhere. Send me a message. Ask me a question. Give me a shout out. I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening so much. And remember, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.